What's going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down episode intermission, number 28. And uh, we are pausing uh, because Matt may or may not have received Mindjack yet through the mail. He's also in California, so he can't really play anything right now. So, Matt, how is sunny California? It is quite sunny. There are loads of palm trees, and the weather is perfect. Oh, nice. So, not hot like over here in Georgia. Nope, it's probably 80. Okay, yeah, we're we're in the upper 90s this week. Oh. It's always nice. So it's always sunny in Georgia. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, and we also have Anthony. Hello. What's the weather it's like? It's sunny here. It's all right. I, right now we're going. So, like, I don't know if I want to be as hot as like Georgia is right now, but I'm sure it's a little bit more consistent than our weather. Like I, I've been having. I got a headache today and yesterday just because of the pressure changes outside. Yeah. Mm. I'm super weather sensitive. I hate it. It's awful. Yeah, I am too. So, like, it usually I get it. It used to get it back when like winter rolled around, but now the weather's a little bit more up and down. Um, just where I live, it's not because of anything else, but like just where I live, there's fog rolls in, fog rolls out. So you know, there's a pressure drop there. But um, other than that, I've been fine. It's nice outside. It's warm. I have air conditioning in my car again. Yeah. Oh man, broken air conditioning. That that would not fly Dude, it here was in Georgia. Not, it was it was nine hundred dollars uh to get fixed. And if I didn't fix it now, the seals would go and then it would just be a bigger cost. Uh, yeah, that was a painful one. That does not sound fun at all. It's done. It's done. It's all no that bad. matters. Alright, so first order of business, Matt. Uh, I know uh, a listener of the show asked if you would to give your impressions of the new VR headset that you just got. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting for me. I only what, recently what waited. Made you pick it up. That's the bigger question. So uh, th- this all stemmed from my first experience in VR, which was New Year's Eve of we- 2018, or. 2019? Yeah, New Year 2019. Gotcha. This was the first time I ever played VR, and it was pretty good. We, you know, we, we had a, we had a fun night. Maybe I was a little intoxicated. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why it was fun. I don't know, but it was it was great. I really only did the intro first contact where you you know you're, you're handing things to a little robot that looks like Johnny Five. And, uh, I don't know, the whole thing just kind of blew me away. I had never put on a headset before. I really didn't know what it was like. I was expecting to be a bit underwhelmed because I'm like, look, I've done VR at fairs when I was a kid. I, you know, I, I know what I'm getting into. This is, I, I play a fair amount of video games. So I felt like I knew what to expect, but I didn't quite expect the level of immersion and actually being able to walk around what was the full six degrees of freedom. And I was just pretty impressed. I I don't know that it's the kind of experience yet that I want to spend hours and hours and hours at a time in, you know, I don't, 
I don't see it as replacing video games, but it was just, it was such a cool experience, such an immersive experience that I, I kind of decided that night, I was like, all right, I'm going to buy some VR. And I was going to rift and that's what I had played uh, was the rift on New Year's Eve. And then I kind of was like, well, I'm probably not going to get the rift. I'll probably get the PSVR because it's got more games. Although I won't be able to play anything with anybody because I don't really know anybody that has it. So I I was kind of, Okay. Are there a lot of multiplayer games? Because it, it seems like maybe um, the answer no. It's depends on what you're looking for. I mean, there's stuff like Bridge Crew, which is basically only a multiplayer game. Um, I, I, I want to say there is a fair bit, but like most of the time it is a single-player experience. Or at least that's what I'm looking for, so that's all I kind of find. I'm sure there's a little bit more than what I can think of right now. But, um, yeah, I I mean, there's some stuff. It's all I know for sure. Um, But most of it's also same room. Like, because one person has the headset on and the TV can display something different, there's stuff where the one person wears the headset and sees something completely different than the person on the TV. Like so, the bomb game? Yep. Uh, keep talking and nobody explodes. There's a couple things in PlayStation Worlds where, like, one person sees from the eyes of a giant robot and the other people are playing as smaller robots running away. Um, yeah, there's there's a couple things. I just, off the top of my head, I have not played any of them either. Uh, disappointingly, Tetris did not have a competitive mode and like that's something i played in vr quite a bit and of course uh astrobot is a single player experience which i'd argue is the best experience so i guess yeah, the answer sadly, is i don't know <laughs> should have just summed it up sadly that one's not available on the on the quest yet so i and it probably you know, won't be um yeah but you get uh lucky's tale Because Lucky's Tale is a really good uh, platformer. Ah, okay. Similar concept. I mean, uh, Lucky I don't think is as cute as Astro Bot and doesn't do the same amount of stuff as Astro Bot. That was the first big 3D platformer for um, VR headsets. Specifically Oculus, but I'm sure it's out of other stuff now too. So what games do you have, Matt? Um, well, so I had to pick up the one. So on, on the first day when I played First Contact, I loved that. And then I played Beat Saber a little bit. And I mean, it, it, I don't understand how anybody would not like that game. I mean, it's rhythm action with lightsabers. It, it's not maybe not the deepest experience, but I, I feel like it would be hard not to have fun with it. So th- that was really the only thing I had. Again, I wasn't sure if I wanted the PSVR. I'm like, yeah, I, I think it may have a better selection of games, but the tech is also dated and, you know, not, not really high end. I don't want to get into something late just to have it replaced a year later and be kind of outdated and pointless. So I was, I was looking up uh, maybe the Rift, maybe the PSVR. And then I had heard about the quest and that seemed like something that I would want to get myself into, which is the idea that it could be fully untethered because whether it's the Rift or the PSVR, you're, you're still stuck by wires to an instrument. And the the idea of of standalone, obviously, 
is is more intriguing for the idea, the ability to walk around and walk in circles and not have to get caught up in wires and all that. So I, I kind of I put off any purchase at the time and just figured I'd get a get something later. Oh, well, and I then mean, I did really. Yep. You, I mean, even the way you discovered it, right? And like, I have a friend that's questioning VR mainly for Tetris because he's he's a huge Tetris fan, um, which is a weird thing to say. Um, but uh, but yeah, he's really looking to VR to play a game from the eighties. Uh, the like you had discovered it because someone handed it to you to try, and I think it's pretty smart because it does become this sort of social thing, even though like it's it's very. Um, isolating VR to some extent, right? Uh, yeah, it's a I think it's less can... I think it's less that than and and more of a social thing. It's it's fun to as someone who owns a VR headset, it's fun to see other people exploring it and and having that feeling because it's just this weird I don't know, like social experiment almost that I get to watch. Like the, like the first time something sort of like is big in scale and watching them like look up at the ceiling with the headset on like that's huge so being able to bring that around with you without the cables and stuff like that is appealing to me just because of like i was someone that was not sold on vr until i tried it yeah me, me too and it, it does remind me a little bit of like oh you got to come over and check out this new song i've got it on cassette tape Right, it yeah. feels a little bit like that because of the way the way you share it a little bit, and it, it's funny that you mentioned that because that's kind of how. So that it it kind of died. Like we all talked about it in January. The guy who had the VR was trying to convince a couple of us to get it, and I was like, you know, I'm a little on the fence because I, I feel like at this point I want to wait for the next generation, either much better visuals or untethered or whatever whatever the next big innovation is, and it kind of seemed like the Oculus Quest would be it. So I was like. You know, the earliest I'm probably going to jump in, if I don't cave and get a PSVR, is probably the Quest. And then they kind of forgot about it for a few months until I was talking to a guy at work and I was telling him how much I loved it and how much or how much I, I, I thought that experience was one of those experiences that, you know, we've discussed previously when you're kind of in awe at what the medium can do. Right. Like the first time you play Metal Gear Solid, you're like, holy shit, what this is this is totally different than what I played before. And, you know, I kind of had that feeling. I was kind of relaying that to one of my friends at work. And he was like, oh, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't have a good computer. I can't do it. I, I can't get into VR. And I'm like, well, did you know about the Quest? Because that's coming out. You don't even need a computer at all. And so he, he had never even heard of it, never even known anything about it. And I talked, I talked him into looking it up. He looked it up. He's like, all right, if I could buy this today, I would buy it. And instead, he ordered it within that week and had it. And... A couple of us got together, you know, to your point on on kind of the social expansion of of awareness of it. Um, he ha- he bought it because he's really into tech. And then a couple of us went over and, and tried it out. Then this, a second guy bought it, and that was basically the domino. I'm like, all right, these two already have it. You know, if there are any good multiplayer games, this would be a really good trio. Like the three of us could have a lot of fun playing. I don't, I don't give a shit what, but it would be fun. And so because the two of them bought it, I, I decided to get it as well. And also having gotten a second interaction with it, that was pretty great. So I finally got mine. I finally ordered it. Um, you know, and anywhere I've been looking to order it, they've been saying there's a month or two lead time. So I actually waited until I was out of town 
and I intended to order it as soon as I left so that that first week of waiting would be gone, essentially. I forgot to. I ordered it when I got back, and they said it'll be a week. I'm like, all right, that's not so bad. And then an hour later, I got an update that said, all right, you'll have it in two days. So that was pretty cool. Um, I got my quest. I, I haven't put a ton of time into it yet, and I've only had it for a couple of days before I had to turn around and leave again to come out here to California. But I did get to try a few games, and they've all been impressive. i, I got to say, I, I tried – one of the first new ones I tried was this Vader Immortal, which I believe now is available for the Rift S, but originally was just for the Quest. And I figured if I was going to like VR, and obviously I'm interested in any new Star Wars game, at least in theory and concept – and the the two of those paired together, it, it, again, is hard to deny that it's impressive. I mean, you start off in the cockpit, you know, you flip some switches and you jump into hyperdrive. Like, that's pretty cool to actually be the one doing that. Um, you know, and looking out the, you know, looking out the windshield and seeing Imperial cruisers overhead. Like, that's just an impressive sight. There's no no way around it. Now, I don't know, it's not terribly long, it's only part one, um, but even, you know, for example, the first time that y- you see an enemy, and the first time that Darth Vader walks up to you, it- it's intimidating, he's a big guy, he's tall, I actually have to look up to see his helmeted helmeted face, and there's no way you could really conv- convey that sense of scale on, on, a, on a television. And I, ju- I just thought that was super cool, even just for a couple of early moments in in, in that. I mean, it, I feel like you're you're in that world, and that's just kind of amazing. So I looked up just to see what was available, and like, uh, two super hot's a hard recommendation. It's a weird game. Like, if there was a demo, I'd tell you to play a demo of Super Hot. Uh, yeah, that, Moss, that, that was what I played. I loved it. And Moss, Moss is available. And that's a must play. Yep, that was the other one. That was the other one. So I got Beat Saber, I got Vader Immortal, and I got Moss. Yeah. And Moss is really cool. Like being able to look over that because that, that's another one that you can't really convey what it's like through two dimensional images. So it I just, have. Sorry, continue. Yeah, I was just saying it just kind of looks like a platformer, like a two D platformer. But the depth and the fact that you're like overseeing this and the mouse can kind of like look up at you and. and interact with you it's, it's just really cool that's kind of the same feeling that you get from astrobot because at first you're like so it's like a super mario game and you're like mm, no because like as soon as you start playing and you realize you are a physical character and you are controlling a physical character it's really weird and, like, yeah. that you are literally having to, like, lean forward and peek around corners to do, like, platforming because he's moving away from you and away from the path that your character travels automatically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's some really neat stuff that you just can't do. Like, my favorite game, and I've said it before, and it's actually what I, when uh, Drew wanted a um, write-up like, to see how well I can write, um, before joining the site, uh, apparently I can't say words well, but um, uh, I talked about a game called Static, 
And that's what sold me on VR being something completely different. Um, it was a puzzle game where you are locked in a chair. And you have to look around the room to solve puzzles. And you have this box around your hands and stuff. And it's clearly a game made for PlayStation VRs. I don't know how they'd get that to another platform. But uh, it's just... it. it it's something you can't do with a basic analog stick camera movement. It doesn't. It would feel disjointed, and it wouldn't be the same. And I just remember the first time that scale really took in was um, it's a terrible game. The uh, Elder Scrolls Skyrim on VR, not good. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first time the dragon burst through the wall, and I saw actually how big it was. Did, it didn't. It felt bigger than it ever felt. Just playing the game, it was intimidating how big the dragon was. And yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that not, still is amazing. It's just it's 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 mind blowing that it feels not necessarily real, but it it like it feels like there's something there, even though your brain's like it definitely isn't real. And the fact yeah. that I, I feel compelled to look up at it instead of looking through it. Um, Resident Evil 7, the demo for it, the kitchen demo, I sat at the start screen for that forever. There was a chair off to the left-hand side, and just being able to look around the chair was like, what? what is this? This is so weird <laughs> and different. It, it's... I feel like we sound like psychopaths when we talk about VR because it's just something you can't explain but your brain is fooled by pixels which just has never been a thing for me and they're not even high res pixels i mean it's very clearly a video game it's not like you think you're in the real world <laughs> yeah it's just the way it moves yeah i think that's that's the key thing is the fact that like when i move everything shifts the way it should it just makes it so immersive. I, I I don't know. I was, I I haven't really played something where I really feel like I'm in the world yet because I, until I could like get outside and if I could just walk around and have that motion be a l- tracked a l- in a little bit wider area because right now I, I don't have the a great area to play it in. I've got maybe five feet by five feet. I guess, you know, I'd, I'd love a whole room where you can actually move all the way around it, especially in a game like Super Hot. Yeah, that's, I mean, be glad you even have that because, like, I have such a thick cable attached to my PSVR that it makes that even harder. And yeah, like, that's the reason why, yeah, that's, that's kind of the reason why they uh, have most games, like, they figure out a way to put you in a chair. <laughs> Like, Astrobot, probably the best game on VR. Your character's sitting there. Like, that, that's it. Your character's sitting in the chair, and they automatically move, and you control a little robot. Is Elite Dangerous VR compatible? It was supposed to be. I don't know if it ever... I think I think it is, as long as you've got, like, the Rift or Rift S, because they connect to... The computer can use Steam VR. Okay, gotcha. 
Cause but it, I don't think you can on the Quest. That sounds like the perfect game game. for VR. Would be Elite Dangerous. Because you're, yeah, always, you're always inside the uh, cockpit. You never leave it. Um, so so I, I guess I would say that's the perfect game for tethered VR then, because what I really want is the more immersive ones. I want to be able to walk around. I'm going to tell know, you I'm, right now, you, you say that, and then you play something like Resident Evil 7, which I did not play a lot of, because, mm, no, not in VR. <laughs> um, but it, it, it works well enough where it doesn't feel... I don't know if I'd want more control, to be honest with you. I like the fact that I can lean around walls. Like, as a benefit of VR, you can lean around a corner and take a look. But I don't... If I had to... Yeah, I'd fall flat on my ass at some point. Like, I'm good. I'd, I'd fall down screaming. It's a <laughs> sad thing to admit. Yeah. Resident Evil 7 was great. Yeah, no Elite Dangerous on uh, PSVR. I know that we have... Um, yeah, I don't even think it's on PlayStation. Like, no, uh, no, Elite Dangerous is. Elite Dangerous is actually on PlayStation? I thought it was just Xbox and uh, PC. It's on PS4 now. It oh. came to PS4 a while back, but uh, yep, 30 bucks. Yeah, that's a great game. Um, I know that you can play Wipeout in VR on PS4, which sounds like a time. still mm-hmm. haven't done it yet. But... Um, there's quite, there's there's equivalents to I mean nothing's going to be as good as Elite Dangerous but there's there's equivalents that are supposed to be pretty good for uh, what's it called mm-hmm. um, No Man's no Sky Man's yeah that's the one I'd really to, love to play it's supposed to be coming out with a VR soon so now I might go back to it to try it in VR because maybe that'll be the thing that really sells me on that game it hasn't been well after the update it wasn't bad it just wasn't for me still but. Yeah, that was a that was a big disappointment to me. Yep, I say we have to unhook our P- PlayStation Four from the internet and play that for the year of the bad game without the update. Sure, I know. <laughs> I've heard that that game before they even updated it with the day one patch was near impossible to play. I, I did that. I, I I played the launch No Man's Sky. Uh, I played it for yep. five hours total and then never played it again. The launch version. Because yeah. the launch version, I mean pre-launch. Well, I didn't have pre-launch, but I did have launch. Because apparently, if you install just the disc, the inventory space is even smaller. The day one patch increased the inventory size. Jeez. Can you imagine playing with a smaller inventory than the, like, ugh. Yep. Fun okay. times. So you're liking it, though, right, Matt? Yeah, I mean, I so basically, I've played Vader Immortal, I've played Moss, I've played Super Hot, and I've played Beat Saber, and all of them I think are amazing experiences. Now, especially, I I, yeah, I was gonna say, is does uh, Super Hot? I have the VR version. I haven't started it up. Um, does it have a story? N- no, not that I saw. Oh, Maybe okay. there was other modes. I, I only demoed it with oh, at the okay. front. Because the original one has some weird story attached to it and some neat stuff so i'm curious because i still haven't started the vr version unfortunately um i have to rehook my vr it does have one of those moments where you actually it asks you to walk out over the ledge basically into nothing into space and fall out a window 
and it's amazing how visceral of a response you can get to that because I'm mildly afraid of heights. So the idea of walking out a window eight stories above the ground is not oh, something no. Fuck that interested in doing. There's a there's a game that I have that I probably will never buy called Richie like in my wish list on PSN called Richie's Plank Experience. I don't remember who suggested that to the show. It might have been Dustin. I no. It literally yeah. you're taking boards and you're putting a board out in front of you and then walking a little bit further out over the, the city street. Like off a skyscraper, no. Off thing. a skyscraper, yep. If I could demo that, I would love to, but holy crap. Like it that's that's the kind of thing that's amazing, is just how much it it your mind tricks your body. Yeah. I have yet to experience it. I have not I have never put a VR headset on my head. So I don't know. Like to me, I still feel like there's going to be borders. I mean, is your complete field of view? Yeah, there now? are no borders. I, maybe, maybe um, it would work. I don't know. Spin around in circles. Dance around in circles if you want. You yeah. There's 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 the only the only sense of borders is that your field of view, your peripheral vision, at least on the PSVR, is a little cut off. But your brain doesn't really notice it. And that's probably because it's peripheral vision. Like, there's enough there to that your brain just kind of like doesn't notice that that it's not getting as wide of a view as you'd normally get. Yeah. Like, if you hold your hands to the side of your head and look straight, you can usually see your hands still. Like, they just aren't clear. You don't have that wide of a view um, in VR. I think some of them are getting to that point now, but like I, the early VR headsets definitely didn't. Um, so. You don't get that, but again, your brain doesn't really notice it because it's focusing. And so, I don't know if your brain fills in the gaps or just cuts that part off as like unimportant. But I've never had an issue with like seeing a border like limitation or whatever. Okay. Yeah, and every time I've heard about the field of vision, I I assumed that meant that the VR world, like it was going to be like a really widescreen TV. And I can see a little bit to the left, and I can see a little bit to the right. But if I turn 180 degrees around, it's just going to be blackness. That's not at all the case. I mean, it, it's a full it's a full 3D world, 360 degree world around. Yeah, you. it's it's more of if you move your eyes inside the VR headset that you don't see properly anymore. Yeah, that's that's what but, I would assume. You, but your brain, like I, I can never think of a point where I had to cognitively choose to look at the screen rather than off to the side like the lenses and everything it just your brain sort of figures it out i don't know it's a it's a bizarre thing that like i can't imagine how much work went into figuring it out not even the technology portion of it just the psychology portion of like how to make your brain like how to trick your brain into understanding this yeah, I mean the only the only negatives that I had the first time I played it, and still a little bit with the quest, are kind of the slightly low res and slightly screen door effect that you get with it. So it's not like you're looking at a crystal clear image, especially if you're used to like 4K textures. So that that part of it is. You know, on its way. I mean, it, it is where it is. It, the 
it doesn't really affect the immersion in the experiences you can have in it, but it does obviously leave room for growth in the future. I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I've just been, I, I've been impressed with sort of the fundamentals of the technology. And yeah, the, the, the biggest, the biggest, like the game that had the most issues for me were, um, was Res- Resident Evil 7, where I, like, that game looks amazing. And then you watch it and you play it in VR and you're like looking down at the ground and there's leaves on the ground and it doesn't look right. And then part of you goes, oh. Okay. Like, that's such a weird thing. But, like, it really was, like, a moment where I went, I don't know if I want to play it like this in the first place. And now, like, looking at it, I was like, I don't know. And then I'm also not interested in shitting my pants, so. (laughs) Straight up, I, I just, that sounds like a bad time. Yeah. And I, I do really like when the pieces are kind of purpose-built for VR. Like, so Invader Immortal, they're, you know, I'm breaking out of a prison with this alien, and he's handing me things. I'm really, realistically, with my own physical hand, reaching forward and grabbing onto whatever this gadget is that he's handing me. And just that part of, like, you're not... You're not just sitting there observing even a really cool 3D world around you. You're interacting with it physically. That that part of it is a whole other level of immersion as well. I don't know. I yeah, I enjoy it. I the only problem I guess with the Oculus Quest is that being that it's so new, there's not really all that many games. I mean, a lot of the biggest ones are on there, but not not as many and not as not as u- unique or kind of small experiences as I w- as I would expect, but you know, presumably that will grow over time. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's your VR minute. Um, I guess next we can talk about what our future plans are for the rest of the year of the bad game. Yeah, it's, it's maybe worth taking a moment to reflect. We played some shit, and yes. we still got... <laughs> we played some we, shit, we, and we've given we've got more some shit attention. on our list. We, 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 we've we played some shit, and we've given more attention attention to some shit that should have been long forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> and we, listen, we, Matt and I, didn't mind Damnation. But yeah, let's be did. honest, in the grand scheme of things, like no one should be remembering Damnation. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a good game, but... I guess we've set the bar pretty low this year so that anything mildly interesting and accessible seems like a good game. Yeah. Yeah. So, our next game we know for a fact is Mind Jack, which, you know, I've played a little bit of but not enough to even talk about, really. Um, and I guess we're all in consensus that the game after that will be Night Trap. So many years in the making for me. Night Trap. So many years in the making for Matt. There you go. We'll put that on the back of the box. I I said I would never play this game, and here we are. Why did you say you were never going to play I've this just, game? I just... The cult following for what looked like a piece of shit. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they did a re-release. 
Yeah. So, after that, I, I who knows? I know our last game, we have already made up our mind, so Merry Christmas to us will be Ride to Hell. Something, something, subtitle, subtitle, subtitle. Yeah. Road to Retribution. Road to Retribution, and for some reason it says 1% on okay. the cover. All right. Is that its Metacritic score? I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I can only assume. Oh, it's Ride to Hell. I kept reading Road to Hell. I'm such an idiot. Yeah, Ride to Hell. The Road Retrib- to Retribution. It's not Road to Retribution. It's just r- Retribution. Okay, Ride to Hell Retribution. It, but for again, some reason it says one percent right next to the logo. Okay. And it's important to note that was Deep Silver publishing it, and around the same time they published a game called Enemy Front, and that is apparently not very good either. Okay. Not through here. <laughs> Deep Silver. Just publishers of trash. I don't know. I really like Dead Island. Yeah, but, like, that team ended up doing better things true. once they left. Yeah, that's true. I realize everybody's got to start somewhere. It's just it's it's weird to me um, that like Deep Silver seems to really botch everything that they put out. They killed Saints Row. Hmm. What if we made a team shooter, but there's no online and you're the whole team? <laughs> what? Agents of Mayhem, open world, nothing to do in it. Great. Also, Ride to Hell is made by Eutechnics, which are the people that make the NASCAR games. Okay. Like your, NASCAR 14. Right? Sorry? Like Eurythmics. Yeah, sort of, yeah. Apparently they were formerly Zeppelin games, and then Merit games, and then Eutechnics. And it's still still around, apparently. I don't know what they've done in the last couple of... Are they doing the last next... game was NASCAR 15, but... Yeah, I think they're making a new NASCAR game. I know. Somebody else has a license, I'm pretty sure, now. Oh, okay. Hmm. Maybe they're working on that sequel to Ride to Hell. <laughs> uh, rather than not... But, uh, all right, so we got that down, and in the month of November, while Matt is doing NaNoWriMo, we will be doing uh, The Swollen Scorpions. Um, God, what is, it? what is it? Gene Rain. Gene Rain. Sounds like a terrible X-Men character. Yep. Gene Rain, which I know how bad that is because I reviewed that game. Oh, and I played it, a bit of it. And, uh, That'll be a single episode where we just really go out on as far as we can get before we want to die. Yeah. And then just so you know, I will be buying that and Dark and playing through them at some point this year. Don't. Oh, Matt. don't, don't, Matt, don't, don't. Listen, I'll. You can, you can buy Dark. I can't stop you. Don't buy Gene Ring. Don't give them money. Don't. Just everybody seriously. out there should not play this with us. Should not even look up a playthrough if there exists one. There is a, there is a full playthrough of Gene Rainey. Oh, poor sap. 
That was them trying to make any money off of YouTube, I have to assume. I that game is so bad. And and listen, I I know I, I shit on Jim Sterling all the time. He does those like end of the year like he's probably the only person I can think of on top of my head that does the worst games of the year. Um he didn't have that in his he missed a great opportunity to make a buck or two. Holy shit, that game is Whew, that game was bad. And then after Gene Rain, we're gonna go after Anthony's personal Ven- vendetta, vendetta. <laughs> which is a yep. way out. Overrated hack writer. So we're going to be doing a way out. Anthony and I are going to be <laughs> combining forces. Co-op. To, to uh, play through that together and talk about it. I will, I will, I will, I will keep silent unless we have to do something in that game because I don't want to like sully your thoughts. Okay. I, I legitimately want to know if it's me, but I feel like in this particular scenario, everybody, this is the same issue that I have with a lot of like games where I feel like people want to praise something that is like movies, but that's not necessarily a good game. And doesn't make it a good movie either. Uh, it's the same thing that they do with everything that um, uh, David Cage has put out. Like, his stuff isn't great. Like, if that was a movie, you'd be pissed. Because <laughs> it's not... well. Like, I can't speak for Detroit, because the, the title screen on that made me highly uncomfortable. Um, but, like, his other stuff isn't well-acted. The plots are good, but, like, the the execution sucks. The plot of escaping prison isn't a bad idea, but I just, it's it's a hacky game. That's all I can say, and I want, I want someone to, t- like, if I'm genuinely wrong, okay, but I feel like everybody was just excited for something that was, like, a a big narrative story again, and that's just not it to me. Okay. I don't know. So I was jaded from day one. That's all I can say. The next game that I'm going to bring up, I want to ask: Are we wanting to do Deadly Premonition for Halloween? Well, right. That's is that our horror game for the for that month? I mean, it's it, it's probably the like looking at the list. Like, we're doing Night Trap next, because otherwise I'd say, like, let's leave that for Halloween. But I want to make sure we do Night Trap now. So, yeah, Deadly Premonition, especially if we get two episodes out of it, which I think is the max we'll do, because that's a long game. Yeah. Matt, you okay with that? Yeah, I think that's great. I'm looking at the list that I that I sent over in January, and I don't see really anything else even that is Halloween enough. Halloween enough. Aliens Colonial Marines. Put that in October as well. Alrighty, on that game. I reviewed it. Yeah. See? I I didn't think... I think that Mm -hmm. game got kind of a bad rap. Well, that's why we're playing games this year, Drew. Do you? I mean, yeah, I played through it. Uh, I did too, and... I am as diehard an alien fan as I know, and I 
didn't mind that game, but by the end of it, I was like, the only thing I really care about is not playing this game ever again. I mean, uh, yeah, well, I, I didn't guess feel what? like October. I didn't feel like playing through it again, but the, my time with it, I was like, this isn't. This is just a generic first-person shooter to me, with aliens thrown in. It was. It was highly frustrating. Well, yeah, well, it was hyped to death. It was also lied about in videos. Well, I mean, so has so was Killzone. So was everything else. Yeah, but Gearbox funneled the money from Sega and put it into Borderlands too, allegedly. Well, but like almost not allegedly because it's pretty obvious. Well, they did a good job with Borderlands too. So there you yeah. go. <laughs> uh, Sega would be pissed though. Yeah. Regardless. Um. So we, I have aliens, colonial marines. I think. So. We have to do Bomberman X Zero. That is literally one episode. Okay. Like it's an easy game. That's only on 360, yep. right? Yeah. And that's not backwards compatible. Of course not. Uh, you want to skip that then? We don't have to do you're it. You're gonna make me break out my 360 again. All right. Well then, never mind. <laughs> Fuck you then. All right. I also have Terminator Salvation. That's not backwards compatible either, Drew. It's also on PS3 though. Ah, okay. Trash on everywhere. Um, I've heard I've heard that game's bad from you. So yeah, uh, apparently you can beat it pretty easily and get an so, easy platinum on it. I think I think that's one we should do. Okay, it's a gold for every level. <laughs> I think that's one we should do just because it's like a guaranteed one episode. No, none of this. Make sure you're up to this point next week. Wait, you so mean one, one because you'll be done with it after one? That pretty much is it, yep. Um, and you want to do Perfect Weapon. I'll give Matt that one. Let's, let's, we can, we'll do Perfect Weapon. We, we'll do Perfect Weapon. I've suffered, I suffered so bad. You liked Sonic. You liked Sonic more than even Batuta. <laughs> <laughs> suffered. I felt pain. I felt much more pain playing Perfect Weapon when I was a kid. So much pain. I just I want to share that with you. Oh, good. Thanks. If we're it talking about, awful. if you want to talk about pain, I mean, from childhood. I mean, let's <laughs> let's go find a copy of freaking Who Framed Roger Rabbit on the NES. Well, that's funny because the the first four, and not that these are my top four, but the ones I sent over in January as trying to dig out some shit. It was E.T. for the Atari, Night Trap, Shaq Fu, and Superman 64. So Night Trap will do. I don't expect we'll do any of the other three, but those I are some bad games. I definitely not doing Superman 64. I... Shaq Fu's a maybe? I have no idea how I'm supposed to do Shaq Fu. Emulation. Emulation. I have to go download those emulators again and everything. Maybe. I don't know. It's called Let's Play Drew. Lie and say you played it. Yeah, lie and say I played it, yeah. Um, I have one that I think we should do one episode on because I don't want to play the whole game uh, at all. But it'll drive, I think, Ryan up the wall. <laughs> Too human. You know that 
that's a game I've always wanted to play since it. Did you? Since that, they took the mantle from Legacy of Kane, and I, I desperately wanted to play anything else they did. And you know, it's sorted history and poor reception. All of that aside, I still want to see what that game actually is. Two human is backwards compatible, isn't it? Yeah, they added it in their final thing. Yeah, and the game is free on Xbox 360. So you can buy the game for free. <laughs> what, like right now? Yes, it's back. It's free on Xbox.com right okay. now. So you can go and get that game for free and then play it on your Xbox One. You can get all the pre-order armor sets for free. You can get that whole thing for free. Look at that. It's not a painful thing until you play it. That might be pretty painful. But it's there and it's free. And it's an easy one to do. No one's having to spend money on shit. Perfect. Okay. It's the only reason why I have the game. Otherwise, I wouldn't have recommended it. <laughs> Too human. I'm clicking on it. Play on Xbox One. Okay. Searching for your Xbox One on your network can't find your xbox one okay i'll do that later then but it is free so anybody listening to this is like maybe we should play along there you go it's free might as well just add it to your account even if you never play it it's there yeah okay so we've got pretty much the month of october we've got uh november and we've got part of december um September we can I mean we can throw in like two human in there yeah and, and stuff like that I mean I think so we've got Terminator Salvation yeah maybe Terminator time. Salvation well I'll try to do like a little roadmap tomorrow like through an email okay and we'll just send it out and if you guys want I can tweet out that little roadmap for everybody who does yeah i think i think i think if we figure it out week by week where we should be right Mm -hmm. um that way if we have a week where we don't have something uh we could we could get a suggestion potentially sure okay so uh confirmed games does anybody have a list of confirmed games? So, confirmed, although I don't have them written down for the month. So, Gene Rain and The Way Out are confirmed, because it's just me and you. That's November, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ride to Hell is confirmed. Night Trap is confirmed. Perfect Weapon is confirmed. Deadly Premonition is confirmed. Um, and those are where we have a general month, basically. Yeah. To do it. So I also... I also did pick up Call of Juarez the Cartel for this this year. Okay. <sighs> yeah, we could do that. Yeah. We could do that. We could and I did pick up 50 Cent Blood on the Sand. Ooh, that game is not bad. That's a, that's a good one. That game is not bad. I'll play that. Yeah. It's, All right. it's All right. dumb. Let's let's throw... So Hold on. Let me just pull the... the, the so... 
next week we're doing Mind Jack and Pros or are we doing two episodes for Mind Jack or are we just like one off in this? It's short enough we can we can easily finish it in two. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. So um the week of August fifteenth and then August twenty second, which I'll have the phone in for from camp is Mind Jack. And then the twenty ninth is Night Trap, that one's great because I'll be away over the weekend and I can play that on my Vita. Okay. So I'll have to just remember to get that up. Um, September 5th. Uh, do we want to do Terminator? Okay, sure. Okay. That one's pretty quick, you said, so it should only be one episode. Yeah, I would say one episode for that. We got the 12th. Uh, Do the cartel? Sure. Okay. Is that going to be two episodes, or? I will play it by ear, maybe. Okay, cool. So, I'm going to leave the 19th open. Okay. The 26th, we're only doing one episode on Two Human, right? Yeah. Okay. Two Human. So, let's see here. October. Oh, October, we got four. God damn it, we got four weeks in October. Like, uh, or, uh, sorry, five weeks in October. Okay. So, we got the third. Um, so we'll do Aliens, right? Okay. And we're only going to do an episode on that. I can't imagine us wanting to do more than one. <laughs> okay. So we got the 10th, the 17th, the 24th, and the 31st. Uh, uh, I don't want to stretch. I mean, we could, with that much, we could play all of Deadly Premonition. With three weeks? Four weeks. Four weeks. Yeah. But do I want to play all of Deadly I mean, look, it is a janky, hard-to-play-because-it's-clunky-as-hell game. But there's there's some weird stuff in that game that is, like, worth seeing. Yeah, I I really do want to see that game for the B-movie badness. Okay, so we're just going to write Deadly Premonition for for all those. Okay. Sorry, (laughs) <laughs> uh, if if you can find a cheap copy for PC, I'd just do that instead. To be honest with you, if you hadn't bought it for PS3 already, I didn't buy it for PS3. They gave it to us for free on PlayStation Plus. Oh, that's how they get you. Um, I I know that uh, the PC version has a patch that uh, improves performance um, by the same guy who did it for. Uh, Dark Souls. Okay. Um. Do, 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 sorry, skipping back. November we have the seventh. So that's just you and me, Drew. So we'll work that out by year. There's oh frick. Yeah, there's only four. So we could maybe we split both of them up 
to two episodes. Okay, do a way out. Yeah. And then do um, do uh, Gene Rain. And we'll save Gene Rain for the end of the month. Okay. And then then December, ride to hell. Because, honestly, the last two weeks in December, you might as well forget it. It's Christmas and New Year's, you know. Yeah. So, let's see. We got, um, wow. Yeah, Drew, we got three weeks, though. So, we have... We have the 5th, the 12th, and the 19th. We might have a couple new ones pop up. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. So I will, I'm just going to put the Ride to Hell as like on the 5th, but that's willing to change. And then I'll just uh, take a photo and send it to you, Drew. Okay, that works. Um, Because I'm handwriting this right now. Um, Because like... If someone suggests, like, something for... Especially for October. Like, if you can find a a shitty, scary game. um, And I also have... uh, I think the 19th of September I have nothing. Uh, Did I miss... Oh, Perfect Weapon is the 19th of September. But if something... um, But if something... If, like, if somebody suggests something better i'll definitely cut down on deadly premonition time i think i think matt you'll find enough enjoyment out of that to finish it if you can get past the cluckiness of it yeah i mean that's that's actually on this whole list that's the game i'm most excited to play and also most nervous for some reason like every other game i expect to disappoint me that's the one i've been looking forward to for a few years now and it's the only one that makes me a little nervous that it'll actually disappoint me like, um, I'm just going to say it. I like Swery's weird stuff. Not so much his newer stuff. His older stuff is great. This is his... Cause like he, I don't remember what he did exactly. Swery... He's only going to be the person that shows up. I don't know why I'm looking up. Like, I was going to type in the numbers. Um, like, Deadly Premonition, Lord of Arcana, Lord of Apocalypse, Dark Dreams Don't Die, The Missing... Deadly Premonition, um, Spy Fiction, Extermination, uh, which is a PS2 game, which I think only came out in Japan. And, oh, no, it came out in uh, North America as well. Like, his best game... Well, he worked on Tomba, too. I forgot about that. Uh, his best game is Spy Fiction, which is a PS2 game that is a Metal Gear Solid ripoff. Okay. And, like really well done um but uh yeah um i i i enjoy deadly i mean i own it three times so i think that speaks volumes but uh it's a great it's a great weird game and i think that's a one that's got a journey attached to it but like if we had to cut down on that to fit in somebody's like like we see a suggestion that we love that's a that's an easy one to cut down on. I think there's enough there where we could probably just have a talk about it at the end of the year, give us more time to play it and enjoy it. Or so. you guys desperately, you, you decide you desperately want to play E.T. for some reason. Yeah, Couldn't no, happen. that's never going to happen. But <laughs> Yeah, it's a pretty uh, good list. There you go. 
so there's our our road map to destruction. The souls. road map to our suicide. Yeah. <laughs> the, the whole time, what you don't know is the whole time in my headphones, I was also hearing, uh, let's give him something to talk about. <laughs> God. So, yeah, that'll be it. Gotta Have get... we really probed, though? I mean, we've had some bad games so far. Can we lower the bar? Are any of these games bad enough to be Oh, first? my God. Right to hell. He's a piece of shit. It is. It is quite possibly the worst game on on any list. Like, it is so bad. That, that's bold. I like it, Matt. Let um, me ask you a question. Before this year, what was the worst game we played for Phoenix Down? Oh, for Phoenix Down. No, I thought you were going to say ever. I was going to say Perfect Weapon. Easy. Okay. <laughs> it sounds like you just ro- lowered the bar yourself, there, bud. I I was that's a game I never was able to get very far in because I it just didn't work. I don't it didn't feel like a video game to me. It felt like a punishment. <laughs> yeah, what's what's the worst game we played? We played a lot of classics. I don't know. Legend of Heroes maybe. Are you saying the Legend of Heroes, The Trails of Cold Steel is the worst game we've played for Phoenix Down? Is there a worse one you can think of? Okay. Um, I'm 90% sure you have to have played something worse. We have... Matt's Definitely just, not a little in the dark. Don't even say that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> if you seriously say that Trails of Cold Steel <laughs> is worse than Alone in the Dark... Hey, Drew, off, how do you feel about Xenogears? Xenogears is a fine game. <laughs> like, it was just we got You're stuck. Just- uh, Alone in the Dark know, is by is... far like the worst game we've played for Phoenix Down before this year. Yeah, I, I think objectively it has to be. I mean, I, right? I, I know everybody laughs because I have such a hatred for it. But How is the game Horde? What? Horde. Uh, you don't remember that. No, I remember it. It, okay. I don't. I don't know. It was. It was like a. It was fine. Yeah, it was an Xbox Live Arcade game. Okay. So I'm just looking through your old. No, 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 no. Siren Blood Curse was good. Siren. So I would rather play Siren Blood Curse than Alone in the Dark again. Okay. Siren or, or Stalker. Stalker is like barely functional at times. Doesn't make sense. Stalker was a hard Change. one for me because I had to use mouse and keyboard, and I haven't used mouse and keyboard in years. Yeah, Stalker was not on the high end of our list. I don't no. Think. No. Anthony, have you ever played Alone in the Dark? No. Why would I play a piece of shit, Drew? All you do is complain about it. I had no, and remember, I wasn't a horror fan. This is at all. The game is just some of the most jankiest stuff ever. Nothing ever works as, properly. As much as I respect it, The Witcher is probably pretty low on our list. The original Witcher? Oh, yeah, the first one. Yeah. I mean, that game is zero jank at its fi- at its finest without being, like, rude about it. Like, it is a good game, but wow, that game is just janky as shit. And the difference is they learned when Piranha Bites has not. Yeah. Not as fast, anyways. Elix, okay. 
so yeah now alone in the dark I, I would if I hadn't played it for Phoenix Down earlier it would be on this list the the worst game I can say I've played well I mean I played Sonic the Hedgehog before this uh, it's funny because Ken has a quote on the back of the box that they took out of context uh, that is Hour of Victory that game is bad really bad I I can't even recommend it for this list. The other game I played that was really bad was Body Count. Again, a game I'm not going to recommend to be put on this list. It and and the reason why uh, maybe Hour of Victory has some humor to it. The reason why is that Body Count Body Count when it's bad, like Body Count doesn't look good. That's a big problem with it. But even when it's it's like its worst crime is like it does nothing of interest, nothing, and the way it looks on the back of the box and the way the game looks actually are like two different things. And it might get to the point where you start seeing like the bright neon visuals and stuff that yeah. are shown. Yeah, body count looks excellent in the pictures. Yeah, but it, I'm telling you right now, it's a great. It's a brownie area that you're shooting guys in. They kind of just come from nowhere and duck behind a cover. Um, it's it's disappointing because it's the it's like the it was supposed to be the follow up to black. Yep. Yeah. This was another game I, I bought. As soon as you mentioned it, I bought it. I feel like the end of the year is gonna have one episode of games we bought thinking we'd played them for this year. And I also bought us Aquaman on the GameCube. Oh. Not to play this year, but just because I heard it was bad. Um, and I'm all in on bad games, whether we play them or not. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I... The other one, Hour of Victory, I, I, I just... It's so bad. It's basically a shooting gallery. Guys just kind of, like, pop in and start running towards you and you shoot them and it doesn't feel... And like, my dad put, picked it up for the Xbox 360 when it was still a fa- shared family console, even though I bought it. Because he had the bigger tube television, um, old and ghetto. Uh, that that game he hated so much. He went, "Yeah, I'm not playing this anymore." I'll be honest with you. I I really think that Sonic 06 is one of the worst games I've played. Um, that's fine. It's probably accurate. I've never played that game before, and. I've, I don't think I've ever played a game quite as broken as that game is. Yeah, I would, I would definitely agree with that statement. That's one the, of the most it, broken games I've ever played in my life. Broken with a budget. I've played, I'm sure that I've played stuff that's worse, that's broken, made by nobodies. You know what, you know what I mean? Like, there, Sega has a budget. There was no reason why that game came out the way it did. Yeah. Like, yeah. big studio stuff? No. That game is trash. And, and the worst part is, is that, like, at times you can see what, like, some attempt at quality that was, like, either rushed or just totally squandered or ruined because somebody wanted to write a shitty story. Like, the idea of having a town where you get missions is fine, but then there's a loading screen. And then you talk for two seconds, and then there's a loading screen. And then you get to do the mission, but you failed. 
Loading screen. Yeah. Oh, now the guy's telling you that you failed. And another loading screen. Yeah, no. And now you get to restart the mission. That game is broken to hell and back. Yeah. But, um... Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm racking my brain. Like, I... I joke about Alone in the Dark. Alone in the Dark is broken in a lot of aspects, but I was able to actually beat that game. There is no way I would uh, ever be able to beat Sonic the Hedgehog. A lot of people hate Quest sixty four, and I like that game. It's so, been it's been it's been years upon it's been twenty years since I played that game. I never have, but I did pick it up six months ago or so. It's. I like the combat system in that game a lot. The game is not fantastic. It's not the best game ever, but I like it. Hmm. I think it does some weird stuff. <laughs> I like it, so screw you guys. Well, there you go. That's it. Anthony, I know you got to go to work. Yeah, I, I I think like at the end of the year or maybe even beginning of next year, there just needs to be a follow up episode of shitty games because I'm assuming Drew, you buy them as we like plan. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so you don't get stuck with shitty games. Yeah, I buy them as soon as you guys talk about them. As soon right. as somebody aggressively I, says it's bad, I'm in. I buy it. I feel like I feel like Matt and I that you can just sit in, Drew. Need to do an episode of bad games we bought for this year that we just played. That sounds like a that sounds like a fun episode for me. Uh, that we have to play just even a little bit, like I because I'm gonna have to tow. I'm gonna have to plug in Sonic Boom. I can't make anybody else buy that for Wii U or buy Wii U to play it, but I sure as hell I, need to just finally pop it in. You know what? Other one I have another Sonic game on the list was the Sonic the Fighters. That game's not. I can't pretend. I can't pretend that game was good. That game is exact. It's it's just fighting vipers. It's just the the characters are so big and cartoony that it looks it's ridiculous. Not, yeah, it's not as good. Um, I have that game twice. I have it on GameCube and I have it on my Xbox 360. I'm gonna get it on GameCube at some point. Don't just skip and get the uh, Xbox version because it's uh, high def and it plays on Xbox One. Unless you really want the Sonic Gems collection because it has Sonic R in it. Mm. Yeah, let's take a look at it. I can go either way on that one. Or the Sonic Gems collection is kind of pointless now unless you want Sonic R because Sonic R is the only thing that's still locked to it. The other thing that sold Sonic Gems was that it had Sonic CD. But now yeah. there's a better version of Sonic CD available. So you just get Sonic the Fighters and Sonic CD and they play on Xbox One. I've also got Sonic CD on the Sega CD, ready to go. That's a game I actually don't like. Really? Yeah, it's too confusing. It's too all over the place. I wish it just had a bit more focus. Um, the American soundtrack's not my jam either. Not that that's the fault of the composer. Um, he was just kind of given a game, and they're like, figure it out. Um, but uh, it, it's just... it It's too much going on like it, it's too many paths and i i like a little bit more focus like this the alternate path should be like based on difficulty and i don't feel like that's the case in sonic cd it's just like did you jump at this point well now you're on a different path like i didn't think that was going to be an issue but okay 
I don't know. That game is really hard to follow on where I am at all, any point in time. There's some really neat stuff in it, though. Okay. Well, there you go. We're going to get out of here. I know Anthony's got to go to work, so yeah. let's wrap it up. Uh, if you want to uh, uh, send us an email, it's drew at ztgd.com. You can also uh, tweet to us. I'm at DML Fury. Matt is at REMGS. And Anthony is at Intersect. Podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. Uh, but that's going to be it for us. We got our, we got our roadmap of, of hell, which finally leads to the, the ride to hell. It finally leads to the ride to hell. And, the uh, windows closing for suggestions. Yeah. Yeah. The ride to the ride to ride to hell. Yeah, the ride to ride to hell. Please subtitle that. <laughs> On the subtitle of this episode, the ride to. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that's it for us. Um, thanks for everybody listening. Uh, if you guys would like to play along with us, you know what our plans are. Uh, I sent them to Drew. He has a picture of them. Uh, and if, again, if you have any suggestions on what you'd rather play, listen, Mind Jack could be a one episode thing. Maybe you're like, you should really play this in the next little while. Yeah. I could do that. Because I did see that we got a suggestion, um, for the new Spiders game, but I don't think any of us want to spend full price on a Spiders game. The Greedfall looks interesting. Yeah, like, honestly, I, I, I think I was the most negative on, uh, Bound by flame. Thank you. That being said, like it was negative just because it ended with a wet fart. Um, the the rest of the game was fine, and like Greedfall looks interesting, and that's the thing. Like all all this has done was made me go, huh, maybe other spiders game. Like maybe uh, the Technomancer fixed the issues that, that I had with the ending because if the combat or the gameplay is the same, I kind of liked it. So. so, yeah, I'm willing to. I mean, Technomancer is free on Game Pass, I think, or it may be. It may be. I have it on Xbox One, which it either was free for Games with Gold or or Game Pass. I can't remember. I have it, so I, end up I wouldn't somewhere. mind trying to squeeze that in. What the Technomancer? Yeah, I mean, we can easily just do that for next year if you want to. I don't. I don't know if we've come up with a theme. I don't know if I, I mean can... it's not a bad game from my understanding. It's like mediocre. Yeah. So, we'll just I do a Spiders game next year. Year of the Spiders. Year of the Spiders. Year of the Spiders and the Piranhas. Yeah. And the Frogs. Let's, Frogwares. Piranha Bites. Spiders. Yeah, let's 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 hold off on choosing a theme for next year because this thing kind of bit me in the ass. JRPGs. Yeah. <laughs> JRPGs last year. We did four games. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll see. We may just get back to, hey, I own this game. I haven't finished it. Let's finish it. <laughs> clear that backlog. Yeah, clear the backlog, which is what this show was about to begin with. But anyway, that's going to be it for us. We're going to get out of here. You guys have a great week. Uh, until next time, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. I'm Anthony. And we're out of here. We'll be back next week with the beginning of Mind Jack.